Welcome to the Mission Mill Spouse Podcast, the longest running podcast of its kind. Carrying on the 18-year legacy of Army Wife Talk Radio, we have now expanded our community to include all military spouses of all branches and all components. We are so glad you're here. Thank you for joining us as we empower military spouses to conquer adversity, foster confidence, and thrive in this military life. Now, here are your podcast hosts, your Mission Mill Spouse Command Team. Hello, hello, Mission Mill Spouse family. This is your command team content curator, Lindsay Rauk, and you are listening to episode number 977 titled, So Your Spouse is Joining the Military, Now What? I have such a heart for the new spouses out there who are trying to fathom the fact that their family is joining the military. One thing I want to make clear that I was super unaware of when we joined is that new spouses come from all backgrounds, ages, stages, and years together. When I joined, I felt that after being married to my husband for almost five years, we were going to be the rare case, as I assume that most of the spouses I have heard of usually either marry into the military or got married really young and joined as a first career. But this could not be further from the truth. Since my husband's joined the military, I've met spouses whose families have served for 25 plus years, who are newly married and joined, and every situation in between, from being married 15 years before their husband decided to join the call of service, or in my case, five years. I thought I was joining as a very rare case, and although it's not the stereotype, it is definitely not as rare as I thought. Which means, friends, you are in good company, and no matter what season you're in, you'll find camaraderie and solidarity. I'm hosting a whole blog series on this, so make sure to check out our blog post where I'll cover in more detail about the full process, starting from basic training to AIT and then being assigned your first duty station. But today I want to just do three quick points that will help you as you try to grapple with the new lifestyle of being a military family. So this is more going to be just encouragement and letting you know my experience as you're kind of processing your own and what your life is going to look like. But before I dive in, I just want to say you're truly about to embark on the adventure of a lifetime. It's probably going to be nothing like you expect, but it will enrich your family more than you can imagine if you work with the process and work with the curveballs. There's a community that can become like family. I remember hearing this before we joined and I was like, yeah, that's great. Maybe for you, you met that. But what if I don't meet that? The community is out there and we'll get into my points as to how you can find that, but there truly can be a community out there like family for you. There's going to be places around the country that you've never seen and opportunities you never thought possible. It definitely is not going to be super easy all the time. And my husband has definitely gone through seasons of trials and disillusionment, but we would not trade his time in service for the world and will always treasure the many blessings that will now stick with us for the rest of our lives. So let's go ahead and dive right into it. The three things that you can do as you're processing the idea of becoming a military family and supporting your spouse as they serve. My very first point, and I cannot emphasize this enough, no matter what kind of personality you are, whether you're the biggest extrovert or an introvert, I am telling you to get connected ASAP. So as soon as my husband was even looking into the idea of joining the military, I was looking up spouse support groups. I was looking up about his MOS, trying to understand the military lifestyle a little better, because obviously this is a huge decision that's going to affect his life, but my life as well. And so I wanted to make sure I understood really what he was signing up for and what our family was going to be embarking on. 
And so a great place to start, and you've already done this if you're listening to this podcast to some extent, is to get connected like with Mission Mill Spouse, where we're constantly releasing resources and information on how to thrive in this military lifestyle. And then there's spouses like me who are helping or walking through with you the process of even just joining and still trying to figure out what this military lifestyle is all about, all the way to spouses on our command team or a part of our network who have supported their spouses for 20 plus years. And so those are the people that you need to rely on and the opportunities to get connected with. But also you're gonna have those opportunities starting as soon as basic training. So basic training, there was a lot of Facebook support groups that I was able to join. I was very active in commenting, um, noticing other spouses on there, cheering other spouses and their situations on. And for myself, I started doing YouTube videos, kind of processing through my journey, knowing I wasn't the only one. And for me, that was very therapeutic because I was sharing my experience. I was processing the trials and tribulations of it but also the joys and the highs of it as I was going through it. And so even if I was the only one that watched those YouTube videos, I felt like it was very helpful and therapeutic, Um, but actually people ended up watching them and being a part of that process alongside with me. And so it made me feel connected. And then when we transitioned to AIT, my husband had a very long AIT, which is probably more rare, but in his case, it was so long I was able to join him. And so as soon as he had to go through a couple months on his own, but as soon as I was able to move with him, I made AIT, in a sense, it was kind of like our first duty station, but not because the environment was completely different. But it was my first move where the military moved us. I moved on to a base for the first time and I dove in. I got to know the members of his class. And on the weekends, I really tried to lead the charge of like, hey, let's all have a barbecue together. I knew that the people in his class were kind of struggling as they were just coming out of AI or basic training and many of them were missing their families. I knew I was struggling. And so we would host barbecues on the weekends. And those are some of my most fond times I have even throughout Matt's entire service, my husband, Matt, his service thus far. And it was because I was intentional to get connected ASAP. And then as soon as we moved to our first duty station, Right away, I try to get connected to church and ministries and hiking groups. And I have met my lifelong best friends that are like family through putting myself out there. And so even if you are more on the introverted side and you're like, that sounds like something I would never do, the military community is really different because everyone is in the same boat of wanting to feel connected and supported. And so it's not like trying to make friends in the civilian world where maybe being more forward or trying to get connected so quickly is maybe perceived differently in the military, that's the norm because we're all constantly moving. Our situations are changing. We're far from family. And so just put yourself out there and get connected. Number two is to utilize all resources. And I want to acknowledge that yes, being a military spouse comes with a lot of sacrifice. And I understand that right alongside you. When my husband joined the military, I gave up We had lived in the community um, I was raised in. My grandparents lived on the same block as me. The people I went to high school with and were so close with still were all still a lot in that community. So I gave up moving out of state and away from everyone and everything I knew. I gave up uh, a very lucrative career that I had. It was territory-based and it was just not 
working out to try to do it with the constant moves that we were going to have in the military. And so I know the sacrifice that comes with this new lifestyle. But instead of feeling defeated, I decided to pivot and fully embrace my spouse's new identity, but also my new identity and life situation. So since being in the military, I uh, at our first duty station here at Fort Bliss, I was awarded the Military Spouse of the Year. I've been a ministry coordinator. I utilized one of the educational benefits through the military. Uh, military OneSource is really a great host of all resources available. And they have a special scholarship for certain ranks. And our family qualified and I decided like, hey, I've been doing this one career, but maybe I can kind of pivot and expand in a different direction. And so I'm starting a doctoral certificate program in counseling. I'm super excited and proud of. And these are all opportunities from the military. My husband and I bought our first house at our first duty station, utilizing resources such as the VA home loan. And now if my husband decides to re-enlist or if we get out of the military, that's a resource we'll have for us for the rest of our lives as we look to purchase another home or if we want to use this house that we live in as a rental. There's just so many resources, whether it comes to education, parenting, finances. Oh, goodness. We just had thinking of tax season. There's so many free tax resources. I mean, there's just countless opportunities in any life field that you could think of. They have marriage retreats, uh, community building with SFRGs. So there are so many resources. Please utilize them. Please, please, please. Because that is part of the blessing of our spouses serving our country and putting their lives on the line, their lives on hold through all the unknowns of the military. There are resources to help us thrive, and I just cannot encourage you enough to use those so that you can really pivot with the transition rather than feel like you're losing yourself or you don't know how to move forward now that life has changed so much. My last point is to grow closer to your spouse through this experience. So I'm going to be super cheesy because I am a cheesy person, but The Notebook, one of the most famous quotes from The Notebook, says so it's not going to be easy going to be really hard. We're going to have to work at this every day, but I want to do that because I want you. I want all of you forever, every day, you and me every day. And honestly, I think that encompasses the love story of the military life because it is a lot of work every day. There's days where I've gone, well, not just days, months I've gone without my spouse. There's days where his work hours are super long and difficult There's days, like I said, that he's gone through a disillusionment in his job that he thought things would look one way and they turned out another way. Or he can feel the loss of control as far as we can't necessarily vacation when we want to or where we want to, like maybe we could as civilians. And so there's challenges that come up. But when you put in that hard work every day, you and your spouse can grow and deepen in ways that you never knew were possible. And so it's not going to be easy but it is going to be worth it if you work at it. And I know there's some stereotypes that the military can break families apart. And that's because if you don't put in the work, it can be a lifestyle that causes drifting. But really, that's just the life of marriage and relationships. We see that in any career field. And so if you decide like, hey, we're embarking on the adventure of a lifetime and you're my partner through this and I'm going to support you through your career goals and through the resources that I have because of the military, I'm going to thrive in my career goals or my personal goals. 
and we're going to do this together, you guys can come out as such a strong family unit. And some fun ways that we did that is when we found out where his AIT was going to be and we knew I'd be moving, we went to Barnes and Nobles and we got a travel book for that state. So for us, it was Georgia. And we'd go on date nights and highlight, okay, while we're in Georgia, we want to do this or see this. When he was at basic training, we really capitalized on like the Dear John kind of letters. And when those nights were lonely and hard, I would just say, this is the kind of love stories we see in the movies. And it doesn't all feel like rainbows and butterflies, but this is real and raw. And this is what true love is, is supporting each other through the hard times. And I was so proud of watching my husband pursue his dream career and make the sacrifices necessary to make that a reality for his country, for himself, and for our family. So you and your spouse can grow closer through this and put in the hard work to make sure that you guys do become a stronger, more united, and more have more depth to your relationship as a team because it's possible if you are intentional about it. The main thing I wish I would have known is that I was not alone. There are actually resources I could tap into, like Hello, Mission Mill Spouse, Military One Source, like I mentioned, MSEP, which is a military spouse employment program, and many more. It's not going to be easy every day, and some of the fears of the unknowns are very real and a part of the transition process. But also, remember to keep the excitement about the unknowns. Your life is going to be an awesome story, filled with bravery of your spouse serving our country, traveling, friendship, community, and trials, but it's going to be your story, and you have people here to walk alongside you through it. Get plugged in, utilize all the resources, and draw near to your spouse. You got this, Future Mill Spouse. I want to thank you for joining me today for this Mission Mill Spouse minicast. Catch our minicast episodes each Thursday and our next full-length podcast dropping on Monday. Go ahead and subscribe to our podcast on our website, missionmillspouse.org, or on your chosen podcast app including Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and Spotify. As I mentioned, I'm the content curator here at Mission Mill Spouse, and I'm responsible for our semi-monthly newsletter, The Sit Rep. There's lots of freebies there for you, so make sure to subscribe and stay up to date with all the latest and greatest Mission Mill Spouse news. Whether you're in a season of hurry up and wait, embracing the suck, or keep calm and mill spousing on, or preparing to join the military as a military spouse, thank you for letting us be a part of your Mill Spouse squad. No matter what you're facing, we want you to remember we've been there. You're not alone. We've got your six. This is your Mission Mill Spouse Command Team content curator signing out. Thank you for tuning in to the Mission Mill Spouse podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to share it with your tribe and leave us a five-star review. Subscribe to our podcast on the podcast app of your choice to catch episodes that drop every Monday and Thursdays each week. You can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, or LinkedIn at Mission Millspouse. Snag some sweet freebies by signing up for our newsletter, The Sit Rep. And finally, if you'd like to join us on our mission to serve military spouses, consider making a tax-deductible donation on our website or email partner at missionmillspouse.org. Mission Millspouse, empowering you to navigate this military life since 2005.